Hey friend, welcome back to the show. As an estrangement coach, I have had the honor of working with moms as well as adult children to repair the broken family relationships between them. In this Tea Time Tuesday episode, I'm going to tell you what estranged adult children have revealed to me about what they think and feel. The more you understand what your estranged adult child thinks and feels, the higher the likelihood that you will repair your relationship. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods, and exhale. Welcome home, Sister Mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hello, my tea time friend. Come on in and visit with me for a while. I'm glad that you're here. In our time together today, I want to talk to you about three important things that I have learned from estranged adult children. And I believe that knowing these things can benefit you in healing your estrangement from your son or daughter. In the course of working with estranged mothers, I've also worked with their children. And in those conversations, and also conversations with my own formerly estranged daughter, I have gained some highly valuable insights, and I want to share those with you. How many times have you wondered why this estrangement happened, or wished that you could sort of see inside the mind of your estranged child? Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you a glimpse inside the minds of estranged adult children. Of course, every person is unique in ways, but there are some similarities and things that consistently show up in the thoughts of estranged adult children. So number one, let's get right into it. You make it all about you. You might have heard your estranged child say this to you before, but let me give you some insight about what it really means. Contrary to what some people believe or say in Facebook groups, Most estranged adult children did not go no contact to try to be mean or to try to hurt you. Now, they probably know that going no contact is going to hurt you, but in their mind, it is their best or only option. It isn't that they want to cause you pain, but they are in pain and they think that estrangement is the path to stopping their pain and being emotionally healthy. There are many reasons that they have been led to believe that. And for the sake of this conversation, it doesn't so much matter why they came to believe it, but you need to know that they do. Your son or daughter is in pain. 
Whether you think that their reason for being in pain is valid, they still feel it. And you have to meet them in their perception, not your perception, if you want to end the estrangement. When you start talking about how you gave them a great childhood and naming off all the things that you did for them, or you tell them how you had a worse childhood and how much this estrangement is hurting you, do you see how there starts to be a theme there? Your estranged son or daughter then thinks that you are making this all about you and they feel invisible. And then to ice the cake, you might tell them all the reasons that they're wrong. And all they hear in that is that their feelings and their viewpoints are unimportant to you and that all you care about is yourself and being right. I'm not saying that it's true that you feel that way, but this is the perception of your estranged child. So how do you remedy this? You learn to communicate differently. You learn to hold space without defending or deflecting. You learn to respond versus react. And in your response, you use language that feels kinder to your child. You also learn to apologize where appropriate without adding a comma and a but after the apology. I can help you learn the tools and skills you need to accomplish this kind of communication. Go to theestrangedmomcoach.com forward slash schedule. And on that page, depending on my availability for new clients, you will be invited to either book a free consultation call or get on the wait list to be notified when an opening is available. If I am fully booked at the time, make sure that you get on that wait list because that is the best way to ensure that you don't miss the limited window of time to schedule a consult when it opens up again. Because I have already, I think there's something like 29 or 30 people on the wait list at the time I'm creating this episode. Those people would be notified first. So it's quite possible that the spots will fill up before they even become open to the public without ever becoming open to the public. You know what I mean? So head over there now and make sure that you either book your free consult or you get on the wait list. The link's also going to be in the notes for this episode. The second thing that I've learned from estranged adult children is they think you judge them based on religion or moral values. Many times our children estrange, at least in part, over a difference in moral or political values. When my daughter estranged from me, she also left the Christian faith around that same time. I was devastated. While my daughter and I have reconciled, she has not, at the time that I am creating this episode, rededicated her life to Jesus. So I understand how hard that is for a mother because I am that mother. As a believing mom, you have to find a balance between honoring your Christian values and also shining the love and light of Jesus by being kind and being loving in how you show up. Estranged adult children who differ in religious values tend to feel judged by their parents. They feel as if you are closed-minded or refuse to accept their different beliefs. They may also feel like you see them as a disappointment or a bad person. If your child's religious beliefs or lack of religious beliefs are a factor in your estrangement, you can create an atmosphere that feels loving 
without telling them that they're right when they're not right. You can ask questions about what they believe, give space in the conversation for them to express their thoughts. Instead of telling them that they're wrong, focus on getting them to talk about their reasons and their feelings. If they ask about your opinions or your viewpoints, tell them the truth of the Bible without coming from an accusatory tone. This is an opportunity to show the love of Christ. So be a good representative of kindness, love, and truth. But unless God leads otherwise, don't push your beliefs at them. This is usually a good time for patience and gentleness. The third thing that I want you to know that I've learned from adult estranged children is the thought that you overpower them. Many estranged adult children say that their parent was overpowering and controlling. They perceive that there was no room for them in the relationship. And because of this, they feel an extra strong urgency to separate from you and become their own person apart from you. And while that differentiation is a normal, healthy part of becoming a young adult, they go too far in that direction because they felt that being in a relationship with you was emotionally suffocating. When this is an issue, you'll hear a lot about boundary issues from your child. You might be told that you don't respect their boundaries or that they need strong boundaries with you. It is vital that you honor any boundaries your child asks for at the time they estrange. If they ask for no contact, for example, wait a minimum of 60 to 90 days before you consider reaching out even with a short text, just don't do it. And that's if they specifically asked for no contact whatsoever. Or another example would be if they told you not to come to their home. If that's the case, absolutely do not violate that boundary. If you do, you might find that they call the police or take other measures to send a stronger message to you. Remember, Healing the estrangement requires creating an emotional atmosphere of psychological safety. To do that, you need to establish trust by not plowing over their boundaries. Think about a scared animal. If a frightened dog showed up in your yard, you might hold out your hand and approach it very slowly. No sudden moves. You want to show the dog that you are a safe person. Any sudden move is going to scare it away. Your child is wounded as well. Even if you don't understand their wound right now, they estrange from a wounded and often dysfunctional place. So you have to establish trust and move with slowness and caution. That means honoring their boundaries. I have had the honor of helping families repair their relationships by working with both moms and adult children. And here's something that I have found. People basically want the same things. They want to be loved, to feel valued, and to feel emotionally safe. We sometimes go about it in different ways, and the communication signals can get crossed up, and we become misunderstood by the other person, the very person that we love and want to be loved by. When you can set aside your pain and your fears for just a few minutes and see it through the other person's perspective, something in your wounded heart starts to soften a little bit. It gets a little easier to see the way forward. 
And it's always forgiveness and love, my friend. That is the medicine. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time. And I hope it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom. Thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it too. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.